Boar's Head is bringing a slice of Japan to the deli. Introducing Boar's Head Ichiban Teriyaki-style chicken. Tender, slow-roasted chicken breast, coated in our signature teriyaki glaze, where ginger, garlic, and a hint of brown sugar meet for a flavor that's both sweet and savory. New Boar's Head Ichiban Teriyaki-style chicken. The bold flavor of Japan, now at the deli. Only from Boar's Head. Compromise elsewhere. Blog Talk Radio. Talks Travel Uber Adventures. I'm your host, Terrence Epke. If you've been following my show, you know I feature a wide variety of amazing adventures, ranging from tornado tours in the western United States to gorilla tracking in East Africa. I love talking about all these extraordinary adventures, but today I'm going to be talking about something really fun, something that may interest many of you traveling full-time. Today's guest is my good friend Kate Bantos. Uh, She was the owner of KSB Promotions for many years. She is my publicist, and she did a fantastic job of it until she abandoned me to travel (laughs) full-time. So welcome to the show, Kate. Thanks. Happy to be with you. Okay. Now, I've had Kate on here today because she decided to retire, and she and her husband, Doug, who was also with KSB Promotions, and their dog, Bear, decided that they wanted to travel across and see see America and just sort of do some camping and just uh, kind of play it by ear, I guess. So they just packed up and hit the road. And so um, I, I just wanted to find out, Kate, how y'all got started with this idea. Is this something y'all talked about for years, or did you sit down over breakfast one day and say, Doug, I think we should, you know, hook up the camper and go? Um, now, the, this RV travel was something we've talked about for a long time, uh, partly because we worked on several books, um, one of them called Live Your Road Trip Dream, which talks about how to spend a year on the road for the cost of staying at home. And I think it's still available, but the authors have retired and, and are not publishing new editions. But since we have been campers the 40 years that we've been married and Doug since he was a small child would go camping with his mom and dad it was always something where we said when we retire I think we're just going to hop in the car and hook up the trailer and run away from home and um, have the kids and grandkids try to find us. And and your camper you were in tell that was a 28 foot camper right um we've owned for many years a pull-along trailer that was 24 26 feet long that for weekends or a week at a time was perfect for the two of us and the dog but as soon as our daughters heard what our plans were our one daughter has a slightly larger trailer 28 foot that has one slide out. So after you've parked the trailer, the couch and bench banquette um, dining area slides out 
providing additional floor space. And so while you're in a campground, you have that expanded space, and it makes a huge difference. And they said, well, if you're going to be going that long, having the slide out is going to make a huge difference, and it did. So we were very happy that we had the larger unit for the six months of this uh, of our first adventure. Okay, so let's – got a lot to talk to you about here, but I want to start first on something that, that I, I know a lot of people are wondering about here. Um, even though you have this slightly larger camper, it's still something to make it work with a spouse and a pet for 24-7. Um, so, and I know that you and Doug get along really well and you're used to working together, so you're used to being together a lot. But tell me, tell me how, is that challenging at times? Do you, you know, what, what's your advice to people? Because I'm sure some people you get in a bad mood or you don't feel well or something and you just don't want to talk or whatever. How, how do you deal with being someone all the time in a small space? Well, I definitely think anyone who's going to think about doing this for any length of time should take some shorter trips, being gone a week, being gone two weeks. You can even rent trailers or rent RVs. Um, There are lots of ways to go about it, borrow a friend's, and see how you do with it 24-7, because although Doug and I worked together for 28 years, we... He had an office downstairs, and I had an office upstairs, or vice versa, and we sometimes didn't even see each other all day or talk to each other only on the intercom. So it was different. We weren't in each other's space 24-7. Right. But um, Doug was um, career military, and we moved around the country a lot, and so every place we moved, We were our own best friends because making friends and then leaving them in two years and making new friends and leaving them in two years really wasn't our style. So we really did rely on each other um, as being best friends and then, of course, taking care of our children who are now grown and our grandchildren are now almost grown. So um, we really weren't too worried about spending time together, but anybody who hasn't needs to <laughs> do a trial run. And in essence, trial run. It, what we did gotcha. um, on the trip from October to March was really a trial run for even us who thought we're pretty sure it would work. Um, and now our house is for sale, and we're going to go do this full time. Much. And the um, and if someone was in a mood, we just learned to be verbal and say, I need some space. No, can you turn the radio off? I just need quiet right now. Or one of us would take the dog for a walk or just be gone for a little while. And that made it possible to, again, do the um, not right. not compete with each other but get along fine okay that's that's good advice here so trial run for anybody that's thinking about it and then communication is key but i want to talk to you here i know uh, every few weeks kate sent these updates to um friends and family and they were called the bandos adventure reports and they were so much fun to read kate um i gotta tell you i really appreciate you sending them my way here, Um, and one of the things that I enjoyed a lot from it was learning about the things that come up 
you know, that you weren't expecting, little bumps in the road, so to speak. Because I know, according to your reports, things didn't always go smoothly. Sometimes you would have bad weather and have to leave somewhere, or you would get to a campground that you were like, oh, this isn't what we thought, or there might have been an injury or illness or something. So um, can you share some advice to everybody listening about what it's like living on the road and trying to deal with these situations? Because, you know, like if you're sick, or you have um, something happen, like you had an injury, you usually want to just be at home and kind of be left alone. And that's not true when you're on the road like that and all. So um, what what's the secret? What's the best way? You just have a lot of patience or just, you know, look at it and, and just laugh and have a sense of humor well, or what? a long time ago when our daughter was in a um, performing troupe um, at one of the – sale tables there was a button that said why do i seem to always live in plan b so (laughs) we we figure we always have a plan b a plan c a plan d if the original plan doesn't work and so it's staying cool and saying okay nobody's dying nothing earth shattering is happening how do we cope with this who can help us with this issue. Uh, The first issue that came up almost immediately was we didn't make reservations at campsites in advance initially. We thought, oh, it's the fall, we're leaving Michigan, we're heading south, we'll just stop where we want to and then move when we want to. Well, we forgot that there are an awful lot of other people doing this, the snowbirds as they're often called, heading south. And we happened to get to the um, Smokies right at top um, color season in the fall. Oh, no. And it was almost impossible to find a place to park the trailer. And we ended up in a place that was very expensive. It was $85 a night. And for much, much of the trip, we were only paying $20 a night. So you can see that that's a big difference if you're going to be gone at all um, for any length of time if you're working on a budget. So we then found it was necessary um, for us to be planning ahead, and we tried to plan a month ahead. And in most cases, we planned to stay four or five days and then move and be at the next place for five days, et cetera. And sometimes when we would call or go online to the different campgrounds, they said they were full, they, you know, whatever. We just had to sometimes try several places before we um, found something we liked. Being retired military, there's something called fam camps. The fam camps are something on at military bases or sponsored by military bases for families, some who are traveling because they're moving to a new duty station, but also for retirees to come and spend a while. And some of the places we stayed wouldn't take a reservation. It was first come, first serve. And luckily only twice did we drive up and they were full, And we had to say, okay, what else is around here? And find a new place to stay where we might stay only one day or we might like it and stay longer. So 
planning ahead really is necessary. I think it takes away the spontaneity, but if it's a new place or we're definitely, there's some places that we went to this past year that we are hankering to get back to, um, we'll be able to plan out our destination and make sure our reservations are in order. Also, if you're going to stay a month or several months, then the rates at most of these places are much less than night by night. Yeah, that's interesting you say it because I know um, you're thinking camping, you can kind of fly by the seat of your pants and just pull over and, you know, you've got your camper already, you just need a little space. Uh, but obviously there's a lot, a lot of people out there that are doing this kind of camping or RV motor homing full time. And so you have to factor that in. Um, I don't know the numbers, but I'm, I'm sure you've run into a lot of people when, during your time. Right. Well, one of the uh, differences in having a trailer versus a motor home, which is the kind you drive and you pull your car behind you for use wherever you're parked in the, where the camper is parked, um, we saw one yesterday, and the gentleman said that they often did Walmart parking. Walmart has spread the word that they're happy to have the big RVs come and park in their lots overnight. It's lit, it's secure, etc. but it's not a place you're going to spend a week. But if you're caught at the last minute and the weather's gotten bad, you've gotten tired of driving, you find yourself the nearest Walmart, and there's some other places where you can do that. When you're pulling a trailer, you generally don't have a generator, and so running across the parking lot to the 24-hour bathroom <laughs> is not yeah. necessarily what you want to be doing. So that's, again, where some of this planning takes place, and it's different depending on the kind of rig you have and how long you stay in any one place. Now, you all didn't stay very long in any one place. From your reports, y'all went to some amazing places. Carlsbad Caverns is one of my favorite places. Um, uh, I love and, and you went to Guadalupe National Park. You were, I don't know, at one point, I think it was like three months in, y'all had already covered 8,000 miles. Um, right. We did a total of what, what did you cover 000, by the end? Yeah, 16,000 miles at the end. And we did go okay. to as many national parks as we could and other places that people said, oh, if you're in Arizona, you've got to go up to Sedona. And, oh, if you're here, you need to see this museum. And so we did, um, much of our planning was around that. We really want to go see this national park or we want to be near this city to do this or that and so that was part we had a big map of the united states that we had put pins in and we used different color pins for friends relatives national parks so that when we got close to an area we went okay let's see if so-and-so is available to have lunch with us um let's see when what days and hours is this park available um, you know, what camping is nearby? Can we stay in one place and do several things? So, again, that's part of the overall planning. And with there's been a lot of publicity this week. Some of the, I think the Today Show is going to 
all 50-something national parks because this is National Park Week, and it's 100 years from the founding of the first national park. So we definitely want to – it's a fun goal to have something like that to visit all the national parks. The couple that wrote the book Live Your Road Trip Dream – wanted to visit every major league baseball stadium. And wow. we've heard of people <laughs> who want to golf in every state in the country. Right. And so if you have, um, and then the people that we met along the way, one was following music festivals, so where there was going to be a jazz festival or a rock festival or other kind of music festivals. They wanted to do that. So the people that you meet are on the road for a variety of reasons, and some have the security of a home somewhere that they know they can always go back to. Um, In our case, we don't. And once our house sells and we buy the RV, as long as our health and our loving of this lifestyle lasts, We'll continue doing it, whether that's two years or ten years, and at that point we'll decide, gee, do we want to be back in Michigan? Oh, we really fell in love with Tennessee or wherever, and then we would pick a place to go looking for a place to be, depending on our age and health, et cetera. Well, let's back up. Let's talk about this here, man. You, you all did a test run here. I mean, y'all have done a lot of camping and um, you know um, over the years, but this thing here was six months. And then you right. decided at the end of the six months, we love this. We want to do more of this. We're going to sell our house, and so it's on the market now. You've just recently got home, and obviously y'all have done a lot already because I didn't even know it was listed yet. But you right. got it for sale. So when it sells, then you're going to get a bigger camper, um, you're looking at that now and addressing that now, and then you're just going to hit the road, and then you're just going to decide if you find some place that you really like. In other words, what lies ahead? Do you all have any kind of plan B, or are you just winging this well, at this Well, at this point? point, the plan is to travel for as many years, covering as much area as we can. We haven't looked into the rules about taking the camper into Canada and doing all of Canada. Um or driving up to Alaska, or any of those others, we're going to stick with the main 48 states for now, because, again, there's so much to see. And the only night we did not camp and stayed in a motel was in Arizona, where there was a severe, severe dust storm. And we did not want to open the camper and have all that dust blowing in, et cetera. And so one night we stayed in a motel. And somebody said, oh, did you eat a lot of good food? I said, yeah, because we cooked most of the time. I think in the six months, we only ate out about a dozen times. And usually that was friends or relatives taking us out to eat when we were in the area. So again, that's somebody's personal preference. Um, The uh, Carol and Phil, in their journey, they were in a much smaller vehicle, so they often, st- every couple of weeks or days, they stayed in a motel, and they also ate out a lot more than, than we did or are planning on doing. So, um, And we plan to do laundry every Monday, 
And that just became, okay, you know, sometimes it happened on Tuesday, sometimes it happened on Sunday because of where we were and what the facilities were. Some of the campgrounds had free um, laundry services, others it was a coin machine. And I think only one place did we have to go into town and find a laundromat and do it. But it turned out to be, we just sat and read and, you know, it was fine. But I think the whole thing is that with any kind of travel, you just have to be flexible and kind of go, okay, this is the new norm, right? right. I mean, right. yeah. And, and the okay, nice so- thing, since we decided fairly early, we love this so much, we're going to continue doing it when weather would come up that wasn't expected. And so, like, coming back, we wanted to stop in Memphis and in um a couple of other cities, but they were getting hail and tornadoes and rain, and we said, I don't think we want to go that way. We'll do it the next time we come through this area. And in California, we really wanted to go down the coast and stop at the Hearst Castle and do some other things along California coast. Um, But again, they were having flooding and roads were closed, and we went, okay, that'll be something on our wish list for the next time around. So that's the great thing I would think when you're traveling because, like, if you go on a scheduled trip and you have this weather, then you're really bummed out because you're not getting back, most likely, and you've missed whatever. But when you're like this, you can say, oh, no big deal. We'll we'll just swing back through. So it it, it would give you a different philosophy. Right. When we were in Louisiana on our way back was when they had the horrendous rainstorms, and they had major years, I mean, um, the highest levels of water ever in these areas. And we were at a campground in the middle of where these two streams were up to the roofs of houses, and we were high and dry. So the roads were closed all over. One of the other campgrounds, not too far, that we had looked to stay at, they got evacuated. Um, so we decided, I guess we're going to stay here another four days. So. Yes. It was fine. They had space because, of course, nobody was coming in as new campers. And so we stayed additional days. And by the time we left, the roads were fine to get out of Dodge. Um, And when I fell and hurt my hand and turned out I broke my finger, um, we found the local orthopedic place. I had wonderful care. And they said, you can get the cast off wherever you happen to be in six weeks. And if you get back this way, um, stop in. So we did that. And we were happy to visit friends in the Tucson area. So when we got to their house, they said, instead of dragging your bikes in and out of the camper every place you go, because I'm not going to be able to help much with that, lifting the bikes in and out, why don't you leave them here since you won't be able to ride a bike for six to eight weeks? And so that was a wonderful offer. So we left our bike right. with our friends, and then when we were on a return trip, we picked them up and did some things that we hadn't had a chance to do the first time through. Okay, well, quick before we run out of time, tell me, I know this is going to be hard. I'm putting you on the spot here, but I know, and I'm not counting your visiting because I know you saw a lot of friends and family, and that was great to catch up, but what was your favorite place your favorite experience that you had during during this time is there something you tell everybody you don't want to miss it was Um, better than what you expected the the, in terms of things to see we went to the gila cliff dwellers 
in New Mexico. And that was one that actually the weather was bad on our way out and we caught on our way back. And I'd read so much about them and seen them on TV, but to walk up into these caves in the hills and see how people, you know, lived there for many, many years was just an amazing feeling. And then in terms of nature, we stayed on St. George's Island off the coast of the panhandle of florida and a very it, there it was connected by a bridge but the island was just like a half a mile across and five miles and long and when you got through into the campground you went through a gate and then it was four miles to the campground area a very nice campground and then you could walk to the beach and the stars at night were astounding because there was no ambient light so you were so far away from civilization that that was you know a a very different experience wow it sounds wonderful well i'm afraid we're almost out of time here so i'm going to have to ask if you'll come back again and give us an update um down the road when you do your next (laughs) um chapter i hope that you'll be willing to come back um That's an important thing to make a quick note of, and that is self-service is not always happening every place. So relying on a phone or GPS systems, you really have to know how to read a map and get around other ways because you aren't always going to be, if you stay in rural areas like we did, you aren't always going to have technology. Oh, good advice. Okay. I'm going to have to have you come back and um, tell us about the next, chapter and give us um, share some more advice with us but for today we're going to have to um, say goodbye um, but you will find more of my uber adventure shows on um, terrencetalkstravel.com as well as hundreds of free travel reports i recommend signing up for my weekly newsletter so you don't miss any episodes of this show and you'll be the first to see my trip pick of the week and much more uh, also uber adventure show is available on blog talk radio and itunes so, again, I'd like to thank Kate for taking the time to share her experience and her advice and uh, just so much uh, great information and being such a good guest here. So, um, by the way, I think I'm going to call this Camping Across America show. So I hope that Kate will come back and give us another Bandos Adventure report. Um, Happy to so do that's it. All f- <laughs> yes. And that's all for this show, but I'll be back soon with another episode of Terrence Talks Travel Uber Adventures. So stay tuned. Getting lost in the music is great, except if you're driving. Nissan's available Intelligent Safety Shield technologies could help you avoid bad drivers. Hurry into your local Nissan store and get great offers during the Safety Today event. Or shop ChooseNissan.com today. Now, back to the music.